0: What's going on, guys? Kieran Headley here from the Pocket Coach Podcast. So I've known this current guest for a few years now, and already when I did meet him, he'd already made this massive transformation in his own life. And yet again, uh, I'm currently at his place, which is absolutely spectacular, amongst the birds, the trees, (laughs) an amazing forest up here in Auckland. And... He's yet again made an absolutely massive transformation since I last met him then. So the levels that he's moving through are absolutely spectacular. He's changing thousands of lives. This man, he's an ex-personal trainer and fitness influencer. He is currently the CEO of Warriors of Light with the mission to unify the world. He runs various retreats, He's also a music artist, I Am Eon, and they in fact, uh, well he in fact actually just had a new release called Dancing in the Chaos with Jaden Leaf. I just had to listen this morning actually, and he's also, uh, he also guides breathwork and sound journeys. He also has a jewellery business, New Earth Treasury, and is an amazing and loving father. Welcome to the podcast, Jesse Wynyard. Good to have you brother thank you brother yeah thank you man yeah appreciate it bro. and of then course. i appreciate being
1: being in the space with you and excited for the transmission
0: of yeah. what we get to talk about today yeah man i'm, I'm yeah. so excited we've already had a beautiful conversation haven't we and that went on for quite a while we <laughs> yeah. just, just for the listeners just so you guys know we just had like a a massive conversation before this oh, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah it's it's been it's an honor bro it's an honor <laughs> oh man the honor's mine thank you and um yeah, we're sitting here as well with jesse's katana over here <laughs> with um a beautiful green and golden dragon on it um yeah he's honestly he's got the goods guys <laughs> he's got the goods over here um so i just wanted to start off the podcast with a bang mm. and ask what is consciousness what is consciousness mm. wow That's a great question, bro. Yeah, and I think you're a fantastic person to answer it.
1: Yeah, man. And I I think whenever I'm being, you know, whenever I'm in a situation like, or like a space like this, and, um, you know, I always set the intention that I'm simply just a channel
0: Mm. and whatever
1: information needs to come through um, will come through and it will be received by whoever's listening in the way that it needs to be received. Um, But the reason why I say that is because, Many of the answers that I might give, um, often are what I consider like a multi-dimensional answer. Mm. So one, I will always give like a number of different perspectives because I believe that there's not just one truth. There's mm. many truths. Um, there's a one of the Hermetic laws says that all truths are but half truths to the, <sighs> to, the to the one truth. Yeah. And um, so yeah. So sometimes I might say things that might contradict. Myself, but that's because I'm sharing different angles so that Mm. people can receive it in their own unique ways. So, beautiful. What is consciousness, man? I think it's understanding the universal intelligence that permeates all things Mm. in the universe and that we are a part of that universal network of intelligence and consciousness is our unique experience of that uh grand divine process that's happening yeah so if you think of you know all life within this world on this planet you know you have your plants which are all around us you have the trees you have the mountains you have the oceans you have the clouds you have the stars the planets the humans the animals the birds the insects um the viruses you know the like everything everything has uh, has life and everything evolves in its own unique ways to adapt to its own, you know, unique environments. And there's something that's um, th- there's an in- there's an intelligence that is fueling that process of creation, right? Um, you know, what makes a tr- what makes a plant receive the the rays from the sun and transfer that into energy so that it can grow? What makes our Heart and our organs and our lungs work autonomously mm. without us having to even think about it. Um, you know what allows for the reproduction of cells to, cre- you know, to um, merge and to unify and then to create life from. Mm. You know, and, you know what 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 fuels that that process of creation through all life, and that is a way in which we could you know, begin to understand of what consciousness is. Um, but also understanding that we are a part of that yeah. process of, of creation. Um, and we are creators creating at the same time. But to confuse everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so we're, we're a part of this grand creation, but we're also mm. co-creating, you know, at, at the same time, you know, in, cycle. in every single thing that we do, our thoughts, our words, our actions are also creations but it's the same energy. Mm. It's the same intelligence or the same consciousness. You know, you can call it God. You can call it, you know, the Native Americans call it great spirit. Um, you know, whatever, wh- whatever. you know, re- really floats your boat, whatever mm. word really resonates, you know, these are all just different ways to understand this universal intelligence. Um, and yeah, man, I think that's, that's, that's a way in which, we can begin to understand and i think that's a good place to start because when you look at like all the different um you know cultures and you know many of the different religions and spiritual philosophies and many of the different ancient cultures and civilizations Mm. they all came to this understanding that we are all one we're connected by we're all connected through something um and yeah i feel like consciousness is just awakening to that realization yeah
0: no i love that Mm. And I love what you said around this understanding of not just knowing what it is, but actually what it Mm. is. It's a big difference, right? Um, with this understanding of science around consciousness, it's really cool to finally see that many scientists are uh, stating how, uh, consciousness isn't just out of the mind. It's not just Mm. out of the brain. Mm -hmm. It's actually ever, ever around us, Mm -hmm. right? Which Mm -hmm. is so beautiful. And then what you said there was so beautiful around, uh, of course people understand oh yeah well sunlight um gives well gives flowers sun rays all right photosynthesis great we know what that is but what is Mm. that actually Mm -hmm. what is actually happening why is that happening Mm. at a deeper level uh and uh then also just this understanding as well of the words collective consciousness Mm -hmm. Uh, what what does that mean to you in the realm of consciousness Mm. so yeah great,
1: great question bro um The collective consciousness is the so if we understand if we understand let's look at let's look at unity consciousness first so if we're looking at like the levels of it we have the level of consciousness where we understand that everything is one within Mm -hmm. this universe so that means all of the positive all of the negative the light and the dark and everything in between um is all one right so that's like the macrocosm And then when you start breaking it down into micros, you have, you start having, you know, smaller, I guess what you'd call clusters of consciousness. Um, You know, you might have a, a, you know, when you generally look at like a planet, like planet Earth, for example, planet Earth has its own consciousness. Like the planet literally has, is a living being that has its own consciousness. Mm. And within that consciousness of the planet, of planet Earth, it holds all the information and all the memory that the planet has experienced for however million millions of years it's been around for, right? So, within the planet, you know, the, the planet Earth has a has a an electromagnetic field that surrounds it, or, or like a um, a higher dimensional version of the physical reality that we're a part of. And within that ele- uh, electromagnetic aspect of the planet um, lies. I guess what we could consider the collective consciousness of all of the beings that mm. live on this planet, um, whether they be, you know, animals, um, humans, or spirits, you know, whatever, you know, beings that aren't necessarily physical. Whatever it is, it all exists within within this within this uh, planet. Mm. Um, one of the books that I have recommend is called um, "Bringers of the Dawn" by a lady called Barbara Marciniak. And she talks about the earth as a living library Um, so it's a living library of information Mm. and all of that information is the collective consciousness so as a human being we are a part of that we are like a blood vessel on the planet you know if we're looking at it from like a um anatomical point of view so we're like a blood vessel on the planet which means we're a part of this living library which means we have access to all the same memory that the planet does you because know, mm. it exists within us and all around us. Um, so yeah, within that though, there's like, if you, if you break it down to even a smaller micro, so we have the planetary consciousness, which is like the earth and everything the earth's been through, through all civilizations, all the way back to the beginning of time. When you go deeper, then you start looking at like, um, man-made Collective consciousness, which is, um, you know, I, I like to use the word the Matrix because it it's like, you know, it, it it's if you watch the movie The Matrix, it's very very yeah, similar. Yeah. They they take the same ideas, but right. when you start looking at society, modern day society, you start looking at the way societies run, the the rules, the regulations, the laws, the values, um, you know, the systems that you know that that run society. You know, the education system, the healthcare system. Um, You know, the food industries, the pharmaceutical industries, the governments, the religions, like all of that kind of stuff within all of those structures, those societal structures, there are, um, you know, certain uh, programs, Mm. you know, that that run, you know, certain belief systems that are like instilled within us um, because we're a part of the society. So, when we, like, talk about the collective consciousness, you know, we could be talking about it from, like, a planetary level. Yeah. But we could also be talking about it from more of, like, a humanitarian level of, like, what human beings are collectively experiencing in this moment. Yeah. And when you start, like, tapping into that level of consciousness and looking at life from that perspective, you start to notice, like, trends in in the way and what we're going through. You know, you start to notice that everyone's going through more or less the same sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, they're experiencing the same sort of emotions. They're having to confront similar sorts of things. They're having to take in the same same information. No, we're all living very unique and individual lives, but we're all having very, very similar experiences through Mm -hmm. our own unique lives. And, you know, that's, that's a way that we we can start, begin to looking, begin to look at the collective consciousness. And it sounds like we've gone on a whole podcast just on this. Man, for real. And it's like, we're all, we're all part of the same thing. Right. And, um it's 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 a powerful thing to 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 realize because we then realize that you know when we're doing like our like our personal work on ourselves you know if we're if we you know if we're doing the best that we can to improve ourselves and heal ourselves and you know let go of you know perhaps some of those belief systems that don't serve us Mm -hmm. you know they don't align with our highest good you know when we're able to do that we're not just removing it from us but we're removing it, you know, we're, we're, we're able to do that for other people as mm. well because we're all connected, right? You'll notice through your journey, as you develop in your consciousness, the people around you will slowly start to yeah. pick up on that. Even if it's not a direct conversation that you have with them, energetically, the shifts are all collectively taking place. You Definitely. know what I mean? So, um, humanity and the planet the planet and the entire universe is always in a process of evolving and mm. ascending to higher levels, right? Right. So what we're going through now and what we've experienced in 2020 has been a huge like shift in consciousness where there's been a lot of world events that have taken place, you know, COVID and, you know, a lot of we could go on all about the different events that have taken place that have, that have uh, almost initiated us into a new level of awareness Mm. of like what's going on in the world. What are we experiencing? And just it's, it's a slow, gradual process of, Helping us realize that we're all one. Because mm-hmm. we're all, we're all from the highest perspective, we're already one. Yeah. But people don't know. Yeah. Right? People don't... These aren't the kind of conversations that people have in, like, no. school, right? No, so, yeah. people there's don't also, know. There's
0: also, like, there's not really much openness to mm. it, right? Because yeah. it almost, like, seems like this woo-woo space. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, this isn't what I've been taught growing up. Exactly. This isn't my belief system. Yeah. Uh, that's challenging all of that. Yeah. Therefore, I'm going to exclude yeah. it from And it. that's yeah, what yeah, usually yeah. happens.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. Until something some some catalyst comes along which Mm. awakens someone Mm. so when someone goes through an awakening they're like oh wow maybe everything that i was told was bullshit (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and then they actually have to they have to question that you know And, and that usually that 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 those awakening processes usually come through some kind of um traumatic experience right you know some type of emotion because emotions is what helps us learn and grow like without emotions without understanding fear and guilt and shame and anger and grief Mm -hmm. and loss without actually going through those things we wouldn't understand the depth of those emotions yes therefore we wouldn't be able to evolve consciously to these higher understandings yes so um so yeah it's just i mean it's it's just a natural process that everyone's going through some people resist it some people accept it but at the end of the day you know in the grand scheme of things we're all in it together Mm,
0: beautiful (laughs) answer brother beautiful answer yeah Yeah. and uh the reason why i'm asking about consciousness per se is because as we as you just mentioned about the idea around collective consciousness is this idea that we're all one Mm -hmm. we're all connected in some shape or form uh, essentially through consciousness uh yet i know when i was depressed i felt intensely and i'm sure you relate intensely alone mm. just so alone so disconnected not mm-hmm. not connected right so although there's that collective consciousness because i was unaware of it although mm. it still existed it's still there mm-hmm. there's still that sense of um, sameness and oneness oneness mm-hmm. in a way even though i've got my individual experience because i was so identified with that individual experience mm. that's all i had so yeah. i felt so disconnected i felt so alone and i almost felt like the old one out. Uh, i was mm-hmm. like um (laughs) who am i and who is everyone else (laughs) why am i so different yeah and um and learning more about consciousness and learning more about the understand and understanding collective consciousness Mm. has definitely been a part in what's allowed me and enabled me to uh feel much more connected Mm. and less disconnected much more Mm. included and less lonely Mm. right so yeah um i'd love to hear a little bit more now about your own experiences mm. with because uh, I know you've mentioned depression before mm-hmm. and I know that you've been through a hell of a lot, including uh running away from home and being homeless. Mm-hmm. Um there's been a lot that's happened in your life. So mm. I'd love to hear a little bit about your own experiences from going through that in mm. the trenches and the pain and the trauma mm-hmm. and then what that's taught you. Mm, yeah, yeah. man. So yeah. stuff in the beginning thought, man. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, thanks story. for sharing that yeah, bro, yeah. by the way. Um
1: so I mean, I've got a long story and I'll condense it down so that we can get like the, the wisdom and the codes from it. love that. Um, so essentially with myself and for pretty much everyone on the planet, um, we experience trauma, right? It's just, an, it, like I said, it's an inevitable part of life. Um, trauma could be something that's quite massive. Like for me, it was like having an abusive and violent father, Him, my father leaving when I was like five, you know. For the first five years of my life literally on the run you know living in women's refuge homes you know witnessing you know all of that violence and you know that that's st- that kind of stuff um you know being molested when i was like six from like a like an older kid getting blamed wow. for the for being molested so all the you know that would have created a lot of a whole bunch of shame and guilt around yeah. sexuality um you know these are the types of things that so many people go through. Like yeah. people go through, you know, people get abused, whether it be physically, emotionally, um, mentally, sexually, um, you know, so it could be something like quite big like that. It could be like the loss of a loved one. You know, I lost my mom when I was when I was 22, you know, she, mm. she passed away to cancer. So I had to like go through two years of watching her basically die. Um, you know, it could be, you know, having just any Anything that challenges you and that evokes some kind of negative emotion in the moment can be considered as a trauma So it could be mm. something really big or it could be something small Like someone at school making fun of you for your haircut or like mm. the, the shoes that you're wearing or like, you know Something something small that may seem insignificant. Mm. Trauma doesn't need a capital T, does it? Exactly. Yeah. It's just something that we experience you Probably. know, it's um, just a part of life mm. and um, because I and many of us weren't taught about emotions and there's no real like proper systems in place to help you master your own emotions. Um, the only systems that are in place in like the, the modern day society is like, you know, um, pharmaceuticals. Yeah. You know? And, and so, until, I mean, it's, it's slowly starting to change. Well, there's been a huge spirit in like mental health awareness and focus over the last like five to seven years, which yeah. is which is really good, which is a sign of positive evolution. But it's... um you know for like the last thousand or so years it's like i remember reading yet like in 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 some book that in ancient greece um yeah in 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 greek time in ancient greek times they would consider like depression as like a demon wow so they would like demonize mental health yeah and that's where a lot of like the modern uh, medicine came from you know Mm. pharmacy you know that that lineage of like uh teachings so, um, some
0: places still do as well yeah yeah, yeah. i mean the fact that it's uh, um already a stigma as it is mm. uh there's of course places that would demonize it to an even greater extent mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. point where those people would be excluded mm-hmm. um already many places hospitalized people don't they they put mm. them into institutes something's wrong with them rather mm-hmm. than actually understanding yeah. that they're simply people that um can Uh, learn from this experience and um if they're given the right solutions
1: yeah exactly man and it's just like so so something so so something that that should be taught as something that is normal Mm. and something that is not just normal but something that you have to experience like it's an emotion like emotion like we every human being experiences emotions Mm. no matter what part of the the game you're playing you're going to experience one of series of different emotions right it's just human life it's just reality um so something that is normal that should be looked at as normal isn't and hasn't been Mm. so so our parents and our parents parents you know no one was really equipped with the tools our teachers and everyone that we looked up to as children um no one really had the tools of Mm. like this is what you do you know because everyone's going through it yeah so so i was like and, and that and I was a, a, a victim if you will of, of a traumatic life you know and I had to experience a lot of traumas and what happens is when we experience a trauma um, you know that emotion if we don't know how to actually feel it and transmute it and release the emotion mm. then what happens is it gets it gets stuck within our our bodies like because yeah. it's actual energy right yeah. so that energy and that information will get stuck within our bodies and it will begin to um, influence and um create your our personalities which is where our egos come from so our egos like who we are today our our personality who we identify with like jesse or karen or whoever's listening the 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 person that we identify with is simply a product of all of our experiences that Mm. we've been through right the good and the bad Mm. you know so when we go through these traumatic experiences um you know for example for me, you know, I got molested when I was a kid, you know, I got blamed for it. Um, so I had, and that was my first ever sexual experience. And the only other sexual, exp- um, you know, education that I got was around, was in my religion because I was raised as, as a Christian. It was like sex is evil. So sex is evil. You're going to hell if you think about it. And here's some molestation here's, here's mol- w- while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was all I knew about it. So growing up, I thought that sex was evil. Yeah. And I thought it was something that should be like completely, you know, like I, I shouldn't even look at or think about it. Mm. So what that does is my ego is then built around that, right? So then I've got like this judgment. I'm judging myself, you know, every time I think about it, every time I see it anywhere, I'm judging myself. And this goes for anything, not just sexuality. This goes for, um, you know, I could relate it to any one of the traumatic experiences that I've had. But we basically take the information And that information is paired with an emotion that we haven't processed, and then that becomes who we are. Mm. Right? So the reason why, you know, we feel alone is because this is all happening in the subconscious mind. So we Mm. don't actually understand any of this when we're going through it. Um, you know, and, and all we're feeling is these emotions, you know, and and the belief systems that are created by the emotions. So I'm not worthy. You know, I'm, I'm not good enough. You know, no one's ever going to love me. Like whatever the, whatever the belief system that we created, um, you know, around that emotion that we haven't been able to feel, that's what ends up ruling and influencing all of the decisions and behaviors and habits and addictions that we have in our life. Mm, so we put up a wall to protect ourselves and exactly. tomorrow that becomes our present. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah, yeah. yeah, was beautifully said. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's what happens, man. And, um, you know, that's what happened with me and, um, you know, and, in modern day society, you know, we're it's such like a grind and hustle mentality. So like when I was going through all my traumas, I the only thing that I knew to do was to go out and like work mm. and to try and to do my best to just try to become a better person in whatever way that I could. Um, you know, that's why I've got such a huge place in my heart for like the personal devel- development like industry. Is because you know it's, it saved my life because it just gave me a path of like okay, I can actually just do something better with my yeah, life. What do you know? mean by it saved your life? Um, well, just giving me, you know, giving me like a pathway, you mm. know, giving me a pathway because you know, when I was in high school, at like where I'm from, I'm from a place called Kelston in West Auckland, it's like the ghetto. Um, you either become like a like a like a sportsman, yeah, uh. A police officer or or a gangster right. like those are the the those are the three, op- those are the three options. <laughs> right. options so so so, <laughs> I, so i dropped out of high school at like 16 because wow. I was like you know I, I don't resonate with anything they're teaching me mm. um you know it wasn't that i wasn't intelligent i was always an intelligent kid i just didn't resonate with anything i didn't mm. want to go to university i just wanted to like i wanted to get out of that place and like you know make money and i wanted to like you know provide be able to provide for my mom and stuff like that you know so personal development was like the gateway onto that path of just like taking responsibility for my own life and Mm -hmm. you know creating what i want to create not what people are telling me to create yes um so yeah i don't know what the question was bro what was the question that's right so your
0: experience with depression and and, uh, what you sort of learned with learned from that so no i think Mm -hmm. that you took it on a beautiful Mm -hmm. tangent because i feel like uh that would massively serve anyone going through um what they're going through and that you've pretty much answered the latter part of your question which is what you've learned from it. Yeah and, so,
1: I, I, and I guess yeah to, to, to wrap yeah. that part up was just understanding that there was a lot for me personally, there was a lot of emotion that I wasn't processing you know yeah. I hadn't been able to process um, from so many different traumatic experiences in my life like so many like massive massive list of things and when my mum passed away mm. that was like the, um, that was like the, the kind of like the, 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 the shifting point for me. Because I, when she passed away, I spent all of my energy into to achieving everything that I thought I needed to achieve in, in life, which was, you know, I built a successful business. I was a, you know, semi, semi-professional bodybuilder. I had a massive, you know, online social media brand. I had multiple sponsors. Um, you know, I was making a lot of money. I was in an amazing relationship. I was living, driving the car of my dreams. I was in like an amazing house. Everything that I didn't have when I was a kid. Yeah. I had it but I was depressed as fuck. Wow. And and in that moment, that's when I realized, okay, wow, like none of this means shit yeah. if I'm not feeling good within myself. If, I, if I'm having mental breakdowns wow. and I've got all of this stuff, then what's that showing me, you know? Wow. What's the what's the universe trying to teach me here? Yeah. So I realized that happiness and and peace and joy um and love does not come from anything external. Mm. Um and then that led me on a path you know, and, and and that led me on a path of healing. Like, mm. actually, like, going deep within my myself and actually looking at, okay, why do I feel like this? Mm. Um, where are these emotions coming from? Yeah. And how can I start to, like, let go of this shit? Yeah. Because and it's not serving me.
0: How would you explain what it felt like to be in that space? What were, like, what was that feeling like? And how did it sort of show up?
1: I tried to kill myself.
0: Wow. <laughs> I tried to commit suicide. Yeah.
1: I had a mental breakdown one day. Um, for nothing really in particular, other than there was just a whole bunch of shit within me that was um, just like surfacing. And um, there was just this li- one day where I just had a massive mental breakdown yeah. and I tried to hang myself. And um, I didn't kill myself, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be but, um. But, and, and I actually do remember what it was about. Mm. Um, the re- what triggered that was um, I came across, I came, I, I had a few realizations mm. of things that I had done wrong in my life. Wow. Um, and those specific things that I remember was um, things that I had done to like hurt the people that I love, wow. um, especially my mom, because she had passed away and I realized there was a lot of stuff that I, I, I did to you know hurt her while while she was alive. And there was a part of me through discovering all of that, there was a part of me that blamed myself for her cancer, Right. So that was like the realization for me and that's what led me to almost killing myself because I hated myself so much that like I had done that to, wow. to my mom. And through that process, um, I was actually visited by my mom in a meditation. Wow. Yeah. So after that happened, I was pretty traumatized from trying to kill myself. Yes, and of course. <laughs> as, you, as you can imagine. Yeah. And um, I remember I, I was it took me like probably a solid like four or five days to get through that 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 time and
0: was, during, sorry was there a, was there a moment that shifted you from taking your own life
1: it was you don't me it nice was things. it was when i was trying to do it yeah i just like i there was just a part of me that couldn't do it i couldn't wow. i couldn't let go like even though like i wanted to like punish myself mm. i couldn't like do that oh my God. actually make that make that call wow. so um so basically what happened is I went basically silent for, yeah. for, for a few days. I didn't talk and say anything. I, I like closed off all my business. I wasn't working with any clients, didn't go to the gym, just like literally just meditating every single day. And every time I went into a meditation, um, I got to this point where my mom would visit me and in the meditation and I could actually see her. I could feel her presence. I could hear what she was saying. And, um, and every time she would say the same thing. Um, You need to forgive yourself you need to forgive yourself and every time she would say that and i got to the 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 moment where i would forgive myself i couldn't do it so that's what it was it was it was forgiveness of myself it was that okay i i i can't forgive myself and because i can't forgive myself i'm still judging myself and that's the internal conflict that i feel like a lot of us experience is judgment Just judgment. It's like that. you're right, you're wrong, you're good, you're bad, mm. you're smart, you're dumb. Like whatever the, the the judgment is. And
0: what is that judgment reflective of? What is the judgment reflective of? Yeah. So meaning, where is it coming from within people? Why are people judging themselves?
1: Fear-based programming. Mm. So you know. It's, it's it's like where do we where do we get the idea of what is right and wrong mm. it's from yes. what we got told yes you know so so for me i was i was raised in a religion yeah. so i got taught about sin and i got taught about if you eat the apple you're going to hell mm. you know and if you do uh, any of these things you're going to hell so mm. that was my fear based programming i know a large majority of humanity are under the same spell Mm. because a large majority of humanity are religious right Mm. not that there's anything wrong with the religion Mm. and and the teachings Mm. it's just the programming and the the distorted the distortion that you know the the distorted teachings that come from many of these religions but it's not just religion it's education system it's our parents just general
0: belief itself once there's a belief it's a structure even um it's interesting as well it's something that i because i also um came up christian my family wasn't but I went to church with a friend yep. a lot and um, I became so um, involved in that space mm. and it came to a point where, although it honestly, it actually helped me through a lot, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. It mm-hmm. served me very well. Yep. Um, but there was also another side to it where it, I started to hold a lot of shame and guilt mm. for many things, um, especially when it came to sex and pornography as well. Yep. Yep. Um, like I'd beat myself up like crazy for every little thing. Yep. Um, yeah. And when i started to make the shift and really um come away from taking on beliefs that i have been told and instead just come to a place of not knowing Mm -hmm. and then be able to experience it for myself Mm -hmm. um that's when that sort of started to shift but for me i know it was sort of the peeling back the layers of the beliefs that allowed me to free myself from that judgment Mm -hmm. for, for myself and i think you said it beautifully around the Um, the fear that comes with that Mm. and then judgment is sort of projected from that fear Mm. which is so beautifully said and um, Mm. that's exactly what it is man
1: Mm. and there's a a quote that comes to mind i I say this all the time with in my client containers is um judgment is the absence of love Mm. and love is god yeah right so so what i like encourage and i always like to bring it back to something practical for like the listeners is like what i like to encourage is just like become aware of when, you're, when and where you're judging yourself, the universe, God, uh, the people around you, what's happening in the world um, during your life. Mm. And whenever you notice yourself and become aware of yourself judging, like, oh, that's right, that's wrong, yes. that should happen, that shouldn't happen. Anytime there's like a should and shouldn't, do yes. or don't, that's judgment. Whenever you're in that level of consciousness, that's when you're operating from your ego consciousness Mm. and your ego is most probably programmed by the collective unconsciousness Mm. right so in that moment is a great opportunity to become aware of like oh wow i'm judging again why am Mm. i judging and then do i actually want to judge this or do i just want to accept it how it is
0: Mm.
1: you know and and then when you can do that and then you're able to rise above that's why on my head, there's a tattoo that says transcenduality. That's dope. And, yeah. and transcenduality literally means transcending the judgment of right and wrong. Wow. And just going into that space of unity. Oh,
0: that's so good. Yeah. So that's actually similar to the definition of Buddha. Um, mm. Buddha is uh, intellect and da is above. So above, mm. intellect, transcending, intellect. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, it, bro. That's it. Yeah.
1: And um, that's a big part of this journey of conscious evolution yeah um is getting because i don't know if you've read a book called power versus force no david hawkins really good book and he yeah yeah, he um he basically explains the levels of consciousness Mm. right so he's actually got a full chart and it starts with like fear driven consciousness and the levels of consciousness are representative of um what drives our consciousness so like Mm. what's operating our consciousness so at the bottom of the scale you've got like fear fear driven like survival based consciousness like you know literally like caveman days surviving for your life type type deal where a lot of people still live because they're being kept in that kind of fear programming right then you've got like emotional driven consciousness which is like when you do things based out of your emotions whether it be good or bad then you've got ego driven consciousness where you make decisions and actions based from your ego which is usually judgment based so it's like and this is a place where a lot of people are because it's like you know when we're in the fitness space that's where a good example of where you can be operating from like i'm going to change the way that I look so that I can be perceived in a certain way I can be perceived as someone that's like successful or whatever yes and that's that ego-driven consciousness is like everywhere yeah fashion industry entertainment industry music industry like all over the planet Mm. even in the spiritual communities as well
0: and does ego come from the same place as judgment does well it's the ego that judges
1: yes (laughs) yeah yeah so so when we get to that point like that's like a a lot of people think that that's the the do-all be-all of of life is mm. once you get to that point of like you've got all the things you know you've got the house you've got the car the money and all that stuff like you've made it but that's still that ego level of consciousness when you go beyond that and you're you, you're given an opportunity to, to, to detach from the ego and go beyond it you start to move into a place of non-duality mm. um, acceptance um, understanding uh, compassion forgiveness love um peace joy enlightenment christ consciousness you know unity consciousness these are these are the 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 levels that one can attain once they go beyond the ego Mm. um but it starts with first detaching from the ego and 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 that's probably the hardest thing for people to do yes is to is to be like i don't actually know anything and i'm gonna accept that i don't know anything Mm. and i'm gonna I'm going to give myself the opportunity to, to, to let go of everything that I I I hold on to, mm.
0: um,
1: and everything that I I believe in. Mm. And how does one do that? Usually, I mean, it's it's always going to be different for everyone, yeah. Um, based off who they are in their life, but it usually comes down to a decision that, or 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 or, or not just a decision, um, acknowledgement mm. of, you know. A- acknowledging that they might be wrong about certain things you know it's like wow this is everything that i've experienced in my life um and a big part of me just wants to hold on to it and believe it but then that thing that i'm holding on to is actually creating all the suffering in yes. my life you yes. know so like this identity is actually creating suffering so when you become aware of the thing that you're attached to creating suffering for yourself um, you know, which is a big part of the Buddhist teachings. You know, it's all about liberation of suffering. Yeah. Um, then you can, you can begin to slowly let go of it yeah. and slowly detach. And that's where you know a lot of the spiritual practices, like meditation, comes involved. You know, because meditation is practicing being still. Where your ego mind is going to start judging, like, are you doing it wrong, or you need to go do this, or like, you know, that's where that's where the meditation practice really begins, is like detaching from from your like
0: identity and your earthly attachments and moving back within the self yeah you know? yeah awesome and um you've obviously mentioned ego quite a bit now is mm. um does identity breed ego or does ego breed identity
1: that's a great question man. these are good questions i think and again this is just like one perspective i think the ego is the identity mm, you no know? one and the same it's the same thing yeah it's it's the personality it's like yeah. You know, and, 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 when, and when we talk about ego, it's not that ego is a bad thing. I, again, like I always like to speak from like a unity perspective. So it's not, none of this is bad. This mm. is just how it is. Um, so the ego is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's a part of life. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like emotions. Like it's something that we all have. Yeah. You know, if you have a name, you have an ego, right? Yeah. like, what is a name? It's, it's a label right. that you've been given yeah. <laughs> from birth. So it's, you know, we all have egos and we all have personalities but it's just understanding when the ego is controlling you Mm. and when you are controlling the ego, Mm. you know, um, so that comes from that meditative awareness, right? It comes from awareness. It's like, Oh wow, actually in this moment, I'm heavily judging this person or Mm. I'm heavily judging myself because of my belief systems that are a part of my ego. So in Mm. this moment, I'm gonna let it go.
0: Yeah, and And I bring myself right back. um, For one to be able to transcend those dualities, transcend that um, that self judgment of sadness, that self judgment of anxiety, that Mm -hmm. self judgment of a certain identity that they're embodying or something they've done or something they're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, In order for one to do that, awareness is obviously a big factor because then they need to first become aware of the fact that this is self creation. Mm -hmm. So awareness is such a key factor in this healing process. So how does one step into? that awareness so that Mm. we can start to actually proceed on that journey
1: Mm. I think it's just learning to become the observer you know observing observing your thoughts and that's just from understanding that you're it's it's understanding that or realizing that you are not the emotion or the thought Mm. or the belief Mm. it's not who you are Mm. it's just something that you've picked up and experienced Mm. right so if you experience um, grief because mm. you lost someone and then you build a personality structure around the grief and you become a grieving person, yes. you know, and you go through and and, you, and that becomes your identity, that's not who you are. It's just an emotion that you've experienced and a belief system that you've created, but it's not who wow. you are, right? Yes. It's like what you truly are is like an infinite divine being, yeah. right? But in this moment you're just experiencing this thing yeah um just like when you have a thought sometimes you have really positive thoughts sometimes you have real dark thoughts yeah they aren't who you are those are just things that you're experiencing yeah so when you can when you can remove judgment from what you're experiencing and not become identified with what you're experiencing and you can shift into a place of observation of like okay wow i'm experiencing this in this moment this isn't who i am but this is what i'm experiencing and you can see it from that like like think of it like um like you've got the street eye view if you're like walking on the street and then you've got the bird's eye view. Yeah. Right? And the bird's eye view represents like that higher perspective of yes. you know, and you're looking down at the street and all the people, um, but then also understanding that you can be both. Yeah. Right? And you have the opportunity to come up to the bird's eye view whenever mm-hmm. you need to. Um and that's a practice. Yeah.
0: And that's something that requires you know consistent practice for like the rest of your life (laughs) (laughs) you know how would you talk and talk to and explain to somebody that is so attached to their thoughts emotions and body as them right so it took me a very long time to come to the understanding that i'm not my body Mm. i'm not my mind Mm. and it took me so long to actually understand Understand that yeah because uh, like i'd hear this being um told by buddhist monks i'd hear this being told by uh, my mentors, I'm he- um, hearing this from people like yourself. And mm-hmm. it just confused me for a while. It, uh, um, I was so confused at the idea that my body, what do you mean it's not me? <laughs> what do you mean my mind is not me? Yeah. Um. So how would you explain that to someone that is sort of in that space so mm. they can learn to become free? Mm. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a great question and really
1: relevant, bro, because I, mm. I remember the same. Like I remember being bound by... By my body and my identity, yeah. Um, and this is where, this is where the the detachment of the ego comes in, like massively, because it's one thing, it's one thing to understand intellectually a piece of information of like, yes. like you said, I'm not my body, I'm not my mind, um, and to like repeat that to yourself, you can repeat it a thousand times to yourself, but you don't believe it, you know, like you don't know it to be true. Um, what allows you to know it to be true is essentially the experience of it. You know, when you experience oneness, Mm. then you're not going to, like I said before this podcast, you're not going to unexperience it, you know? Mm. So it's really the experience is what, and that's why whenever we do any of our programs, we always talk about, we have our education where we talk about like whatever it is, we have our practical Mm. so that people can actually experience it. And then we take people always through like an activation or a guided journey so that they can actually experience what we're talking about. Because it's one thing to talk about it, but to experience it is a different thing. Mm. So I think it's experiencing it and experience comes through practice. Yes. You know? Um, and there's that phrase, you know, practice makes the master, you know? Yeah. So if, if you want to become a master at your emotions, you got to practice feeling them. <laughs> <laughs> <And> that's hard. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and, that, and, and, and the ego is like, I don't want to practice feeling my emotions, you know? Yeah, so that's yeah. why I talk about detachment from the ego. Yeah. So it's really, I think to like summarize what you're asking, I think it's just, um, it's like understanding that everything that you go through in life there's a, there's a, there's a there's a purpose behind it yeah. and if there's one thing that I you know I, I, I am so grateful for being taught when I was when I was younger is that every single experience has a purpose mm. especially the negative ones and the negative experiences is actually what you know are actually the best things that you could ever ha- that could mm. ever happen to you because that's what makes you who you are yeah. um, in the Egyptian shamanic teachings they talk about you know um, Anubis I don't know if you've heard of the, no. the God of death. Um, and the god of the underworld and anubis is basically an, a representative of the aspect of ourselves that we can embody when we go into and embrace the parts of ourselves that we don't normally want to embrace so if we if we're going to look at like you know if, we, if we're doing shadow work and we're looking at these shadow aspects of ourselves that we're like ashamed of and like afraid of and if we go there and if we look at them and we understand them you know, that, but then we then we go beyond the ego and then we move into understanding. Now we actually understand why we are the way that we are. Once we understand ourselves, then we can have compassion towards ourselves because mm. we realize that like, we're not actually bad people. Um, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of. You know, the reason why we're like this is because of whatever happened when we were children or, or whenever it was. So then we develop a compassion towards ourselves. And then we develop that understanding and compassion then we're able to, you know, start loving ourselves more, right? And then we start loving ourselves more when we have another experience that, you know, maybe a repeat of the last negative experience we have, we, we go into that experience with a little bit more, like, faith mm. that it's all good. You know, it's it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, it's just a part of the process. Yeah. You know, when I really suffered badly with, like, mental health problems, like depression and anxiety, I, I used to get literally, like, like panic attacks yeah. like like i would have breakouts
0: on my skin from my anxiety like it was really really bad yeah and um and ladies and gentlemen his skin is very smooth right now so, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. so you know he doesn't have that going
1: on <laughs> um you know i remember like i remember my life being like that and now it's like I'm, I'm not a perfect human being i still go through emotions like of course like i'm far from perfect yeah um but That's now same. the only difference is i welcome it in mm. you know if there's an emotion that comes up i'm like okay cool i'm gonna work through this emotion now why yeah. is it coming up where is it coming from um what is the wisdom that i get to learn from this you know what, what do i get to <sighs> we'll get, like, great and, questions yeah and when self, and yeah. when you get to that level it's just like anything can happen and there's a word that i like to use you become unfucked with the ball because (laughs) nothing can really mess with you you know when you when you when you accept everything that comes your Mm. way and um not becoming a victim to it Mm. you know not not resisting and becoming a victim
0: and it takes time to practice that it does yeah because it's one thing to understand okay okay there's this emotion don't resist it don't resist it yeah but we're we're heavily deeply programmed to like not want to resist it and that's why i think it's so
1: important like having space held for you, like being in these types of, having these types of conversations, um, you know, f- surrounding yourself with people that, um, you know, bring out the best in you, that, you know, that will hold space for you, that will see you and they won't judge you. Mm. Um, you know, the reason why people are afraid of feeling their emotions and looking at these darker aspects of themselves is because they're afraid of judgment, because they're judging themselves. So that's why, you know, being able to hold space for others and holding space means just letting them be who they are and express what they need to express without judging them at, at all yeah being able to do that for others but also being able to do that for yourself yeah holding space for yourself oh that's another level isn't
0: it yeah yeah. yeah. and
1: that's and that's really the only actually no, I wouldn't say it's the only way but it's just a powerful way to to learn how to accept
0: life as it is yeah you know, When so- I mean if you can't hold space for yourself how can you accept what's out there exactly yeah I, I think you're spot on with that actually exactly yeah yeah, yeah. um And now you've spoken a lot about this understanding of love is really the antidote to a lot of the suffering that goes on Mm -hmm. and the antidote to judgment Mm -hmm. right so um people need to be able to embody the sense of love the sense of self-love is Mm. is commonly talked about a lot on social media but not quite understood Mm. right it's like this concept of self-love i went out and bought a new suit or (laughs) bought a new dress or went out and ate my face off on some deep fried Oreos <laughs> <laughs> Had a bubble bath. <laughs> yeah, yep. or I'm punishing myself at the gym. This is self-love, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this external concept of self-love, mm. but what actually is self-love?
1: It's a great question, bro. It's been a big, big thing I've been learning about this year. And there's a, there's another book that I'd recommend called the mastery of love mm. by, um, what's his name? Um, I can't remember his name. will come to me. Okay. Um, but the mastery of love, really, really powerful book. And, um, It's a big part of what we teach Mm -hmm. is love because, you know, love is one of those elevated states of consciousness that we all have the ability to attain. It's, it's who we naturally are. You know, when we come into this planet as a baby, if you look at a baby, they're just pure, you know, pure beings of love. Right. Um, two of my friends, Isaac and Reem, they just had a baby and they brought her to the retreat two weeks old. She was at the retreat, the entire retreat last week. And, um, you know, just a pure being, like untainted, you know, untainted with like belief systems and programming and, you know, trauma, just a beautiful child. And that's our natural state. You know, that's that's who we truly are before all the bullshit happens, right? But love is not a um the modern misconception of what love is, is that it's it's something that's conditional. It's something that we have to like prove. Um, it's something that there's like a there's like a list of criteria that we have to like abide by to be able to receive it um and that's why when we go into a relationship with someone else we have like a list of like yes and no's like oh if they're if like yes i like them but i love them because of these things but no i don't love them because of those things like that's just that's just how it's what's programmed into us yeah um and that's programmed in from like the entertainment industry and Mm. you know all sorts of different things right so um love is you know it's it's the opposite of that it's unconditional yeah you know it's actually being able to look at the light and the dark and anyone and be able to love them regardless. Mm. Um, and what you said before is actually so, super on point, you know, love is the ultimate antidote. And that's actually something that we teach. You know, when we talk about a lot of these traumas, um, I'm going to use a metaphor here. Um, when we talk about a lot of these traumas, that... I love that you're
0: preparing everyone. There's going to be a metaphor. <laughs> Watch <Yeah>. out. <laughs> this is a really good metaphor. Like definitely if you guys
1: are taking notes, take notes. Yeah. Of the metaphor is this our traumas which create our ego egos and our judgments our depression our anxiety our all of our mental health problems these are they, they stem from wounds core mm. wounds core and these wounds are unprocessed emotions that are a result of some type of traumatic experience that we've had in our life that's like the definition my definition of like a wound mm. and within mm. the wound there is a poison and the poison is usually the belief system that is created from the wound right so when the when the wound gets triggered from someone or something in in our life we then uh, often project the poison out, outwardly you know so for example look at covid what happened in covid a whole bunch of people have you know a whole bunch of wounds around fear right covid comes through you know everyone gets put into lockdown You know the the supermarket shelves are being you know completely raided Mm. you know everyone's having to wear masks it's like lockdowns happening no more toilet paper (laughs) no more toilet paper exactly like that's like fear right Mm. so that's like a trigger that's that's going to be prodding people's wounds right and then and what's the poison oh we're not safe you know so they're going to start projecting that everywhere they go they start like blurting that out like we're not safe and they start putting out this fear energy Mm. that's an example um you know, let's make it a more individual example of like being in a relationship. Um, You know, if you have uh, a core wound, which was like abandonment, you know, maybe their parents left them when they were five, like myself. Um, I had an abandonment wound. So if I go into a disagreement with, you know, my partner and she leaves, that's going to trigger the wound, right? And then my belief system, which is, oh, I'm not worthy. You know, I'm not good enough. She Mm. doesn't love me. That's going to, that's going to like, Project outward and I'm gonna start talking to her as if she doesn't love me anymore, even though she does But you know my belief system that which is the poison inside the wound is gonna come up, right? Mm. So the reason why I'm sharing this metaphor is because this is what we all have we all have wounds and we all have poisons Um, and we all project poisons at usually the people that we love or you know the world society planet and um, the way to heal those wounds is First, you have to open the wound and opening the wound, um, is the, the metaphor is the truth. Yeah. So what's the truth? What's the, what's the thing that we've been bypassing? Yeah. Um, that's going to open it up. So that's going to open the wound up. That's usually where the memory is going to come through. Yeah. Um, the emotions will come up, you know. That's like the the nitty gritty part of the healing.
0: And yes. this is where many people turn around, don't they? They're like, "Nah, this isn't for me." Yeah, yeah I don't want to look at that. It's yes. more painful even than mm-hmm. just existing with it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. So, so opening wound, opening the wound is the first step, and that comes to the truth. And that's like you said, that's like the hardest stage because, yeah. you know, we 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 literally build our personalities around avoiding that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. You know, like I remember. When i what when i was I, I gave this example at the retreat last week when i was when i was five and i witnessed my father beating my mother mm. my father told me to look away right so when i looked away what did that create in a five-year-old mind it wow. created when there's pain and there's violence look away yeah right so that that would have gone so so we all look away in our own different ways so when we can look at it and actually open it up then we're able to see the truth behind it yeah um, and then the second stage to the healing is we have to clean out the poison. Yeah. Right. So once we open the wound with truth, we clean out the poison through forgiveness and understanding. Mm. Right. So we understand why that truth happened. Why did I Why did I get molested when I was a kid? Was it the kid's fault? Probably not. He, he, he was probably just a victim of being molested himself. Yeah. Or he, he had his own negative programming so that good, to led him to do that. Um, so understanding that and then forgiving him, you know, forgiving Mm. that kid, you know, it wasn't his fault. I understand you. I have compassion for you. Therefore, I forgive you. You Mm. know, it's not not your fault. I don't blame you for this anymore. Um, You know, blaming, you know, forgiving yourself, forgiving whatever, you know, people have issues with God because things don't go their way. So forgiving God, you know, whatever it looks like to the person, forgiveness. And then once we've cleaned up the poison, then we can, um seal up the wound again and we you we use a balm which is unconditional love mm. and unconditional love is is what we replace the poison with yeah and that's like i love the not i love i love myself for going through the experience i love everyone involved in the experience um you know and i love life for giving me the experience you know mm. you you have a, a love for the trauma yeah and when you when you can go through that step-by-step process that trauma that you, you're able to transmute that pain into and, and integrate it into who you are, and, that, and that's where you gain the wisdom from it. And you know that you've actually forgiven and you've gone through this healing process when you're able to speak about the trauma and there's no negative feelings that arise from it, yeah. and you're able to speak from it from a place of love. So, um, that's why love is really
0: the ultimate medicine, bro. So good, brother. <laughs> I've got so much love for you, man. yeah, <laughs> Thanks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, you've um. Uh, your energy is fantastic and you've just got such a gift in the way that not only are you able to observe what the, all this stuff is going on, mm. but you're able to communicate it in, in such a digestible way and that mm. is a massive gift, brother. Thanks, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's,
1: it's it's been an intention to you know, to to take this information and, and I think as speakers and coaches and leaders it's, you know, a big part of what we do is being able to take, you know, this wisdom that we've been able to receive through our life and um communicate it and articulate it to people that might not be at that level of understanding mm. and be able to break it down so yeah thanks bro i appreciate yeah. that of course brother. <laughs> Of course,
0: yeah um so um i know that you've mentioned a turning point around uh you witnessing your own mother passing away mm-hmm. um were there any other sort of standout turning points or standout moments that have stood out for you in um in terms of putting you more onto this path that you're on. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah there was bro. I mean there's a lot I mean there's a lot of moments yeah. so don't get me wrong. But I think another really big one was um was my relationship. Wow. Um me and Sakula who you're interviewing after this, yeah, yeah. she's somewhere around here. Yeah you can um, listen to her the week after this. Yeah, yeah. we um yeah we broke up for
0: like a year I remember seeing yeah. that actually yeah yeah, yeah. so we broke up last
1: last year um, and I'm not gonna go into details as to why but we basically we just had all you know our own programs and belief systems and um, things that we had to deal with traumas that we had to look at um, you know and what the, the universe led us into a space where we you know went our separate ways for like yeah. almost a year Wow and during that time frame um i really had to learn and, and just go deeper into um into into my own wounds you know and there's and that's the thing about this journey is, is, is there's just a shit ton of them you know there's a there's a lot there's a lot of things that we go through it's like you open one and then all of a sudden there's another
0: hundred <laughs> No, nah, for real and, that, and that's
1: why I, I always bring it back to just explaining that like you got to embrace it like, you got to yeah. welcome it in because it's it's a part of the human experience is, is going through this stuff and you know what what my breakup really taught me was um it taught me about my own judgment it taught me about my own shadows you know like the the deepest darkest parts of myself um that i wasn't you know looking at um and it just gave me time to be with myself you know and just sit with all of these aspects of myself um which was a a, a beautiful blessing in the end mm. and it helped me realize what what what's most important um and we actually got together you know we, we, we were kind of like you know slowly getting back together but we really kind of like solidified and came back together at the beginning of COVID because when COVID happened um you know the world went into lockdown it was just like you know um there's a lot of shit that's happening behind the scenes in the world and you know now we're experiencing it and there's probably going to be a lot more that happens you know over these coming years you know there's we're living in the times you know yeah so then it made me realize okay what's really important like what's really important for me and what i realized what's important is you know family and you know building building my legacy you know for my family and making sure that you know it's not just about me but it's about my family it's about my tribe it's about like the people that i'm here to serve and you know that's where we really you know we 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 really came together and unified our energies again and um decided to you know create and build our kingdom together, where we can, you know, share not just not just this love energy with each other and our family, but share it with everyone. Mm. And that's where you know that's that's really the basis of everything that we do in the Warriors of Light is we want to be able to spread this love um, and healing to everyone. Mm. And 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 that leads us into kind of like what we do, which mm. is like you know our courses, our programs, our retreats. You know, we we we've run we've we've run two in-person retreats this year um with close to 100 people in person um we've run four online retreats with over twenty thousand people did over 75 interviews with different leaders from around the world um and we've run three client containers the warriors of light which is like a you know a spiritual warrior training program the leaders of light which is a spiritual um, entrepreneurship and leadership program and the New Earth Mystery School, which, mm. which have combined over nine hundred clients through all those programs, you know. So that's something that we've been, you know, working on massively this year, and it all comes, you know, if you look at our company logo, the four pillars is peace, joy, love, and unity. Mm. Those are the four principles of everything that we teach. Um, and it's funny because you know we've worked with so many people this year, and it's and, and everything's growing so rapidly, but I've noticed that. Even you know when you do so much of this work, there's 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 so many more people that need it, yeah. but they're not at that level where they're ready to actually join an online course or go to a retreat, you know, or, you know, or, or 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 even reach out through a message, you know. There's mm. there's so many people out there that need this now more than ever, and that's kind of what inspired me to get into creating music, so that I could you know share this wisdom and knowledge, um, and embodiment with with the masses yeah you know but it, it oh, all yeah. it all comes back down to the the same thing which is peace joy love and
0: unity mm. a uh, eh? yeah. yeah yeah that's a yeah. awesome brother yeah I just want to thank you so much for coming on this podcast thank man you, honestly it's I've learned a lot myself so mm. um I can just imagine that many people that have tuned in have learned a lot as well and Amazing. um yeah like I said before this man's got so much love and energy just radiating from him uh like i'm just sitting here with him now and a big (laughs) smile on my face (laughs) um yeah it's it's been such an amazing conversation uh where can they find you jesse um the the places i usually hang out is like
1: instagram and facebook um so yeah facebook is just jesse Winyard or forward slash i am eon official Mm. um instagram is i am eon uh, i just made a tiktok if that counts yeah i am eon um but yes youtube i am eon spotify yeah. um itunes all, all the platforms yeah. um yeah it's it's really Quite cool literally
0: all the platforms man. that's awesome yeah pretty that's much well. and,
1: and it's really cool because like next week next friday actually um i'm releasing my first album oh. it's a nine track album and and this album is pretty crazy it's like a it's the whole thing's fully channeled and each song represents like a like a different past life Mm. embodiment. You know, we were talking about the past lives before each, each song literally represents a different past life experience and embodiment. Um, And yeah, man, that's dropping next week with a, and we're dropping a music video to that with as well from one of the singles called red pill, which is, You'll see it, but it's like yeah, yeah. I, I reenacted like the whole Matrix movie, and and it's, and yeah, it's it's dope. Yeah, yeah. Cider Films is helping you out. Yeah, Cider yeah, Films. Oh, he's yeah, the man, oh. he's the yeah, man. Yeah, James Sider, yeah. James And then um and then yeah, this this New Year's um on the 30th, 31st of December, um we're headlining a festival. Yes. Yeah. New resolutions. And I'll um, be there. I've just, uh, just got the ticket yesterday, mate. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah so so I'll be there.
0: <laughs> Running from the stands, mate. bro. 12, 12, 12, <laughs>
1: first act of twenty twenty one. That's awesome. Twelve forty five a.m. And then we've yeah. also got a um uh, uh uh an ecstatic dance party on the f- at three p.m. on the first. Wow. Um, and yeah, man, it's crazy because like. Six months ago, I started making music and mm-hmm. I just kind of got the, the, the inspirational download to like, you know, start making music to, to spread this message because people mm-hmm. need to hear it. And um, I just set the intention by the end of this year, I'm going to have an album created and I'm going to be headlining a festival. I don't know what festival, but I'm going to headline it. That's amazing. And um, man. yeah, man, this week it all came to fruition, yeah, bro, yeah, which yeah. just kind of goes to show that you, could, you can really create and
0: manifest anything. Oh, man, you really can, man. Yeah, man. man. Well. Uh, guys, I can't recommend uh, following this guy enough, honestly. because um, a lot of the information uh, that he uh, does go into, yes, a lot of it's shared online. But you can also dive into a lot of his work as well, and mm. there's just so much to learn from this man. Yeah, so. yeah. We, we've got
1: it. We've got a few free things. Like, if you go on my Instagram, there's a um, we've got a free community group with over twenty thousand people. Amazing. Um, it's called the New Earth Online Retreat. You can just search it on Facebook and join it for free. And there's like literally like. I'm pretty sure there's like over 200 hours of content wow. from not
0: just myself, but like heaps of different leaders and authors and wow. speakers around the world. So yeah, check it out. Oh, amazing. So all that information is going to be in the description, guys, so you can find it all there as well. Cool. Anyway, lots of love, guys. Amazing. Uh, if, you, uh, if you really found that this helped you in any way, please, please, please uh, take some time and it literally just takes a few seconds to uh, rate this podcast, right? You can rate it five star of course. <laughs> you write a one this star. Was, this is this is a okay. this is a five yeah, star yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. But I'm um, simply just rating it and or sharing it as well really does allow us to help reach other people that may not have had the opportunity to listen into this stuff. Mm. So if you do find it helpful, then chances are hopefully other people will find it helpful too. Mm. Uh, anyway, lots of love guys. Beautiful. Much love fam. Take care. Peace. Stay blessed.